0: Good morning, Agape Methodist Church. Welcome to our Daily Devotions podcast. I'd like to teach you a song today. It's a simple song that I sing when I'm stressed or when I visit the sick and the dying or meet with people who are going through difficult situations. The words are simple. I'll cast all my cares upon you. I'll lay all of my burdens down at your feet. And every time I don't know what to do, I will cast all my cares upon you.
1: I'll cast all my cares upon you. I'll lay all of my burdens down at your feet. Every time I don't know what to do, I will cast all my cares upon you. I'll cast all my cares upon you. I'll lay all of my burdens down at your feet. Every time I don't know what to do, I will cast all my cares upon you.
0: Let's continue with the story of the Holy Family's flight to and from Egypt. We read from Matthew chapter 2, verses 19 to 23. Matthew chapter 2, verses 19-23 to 23. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who are trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Achillas was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod, He was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee, and he went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said through the prophets, that he would be called a Nazarene. This is the word of the Lord. I'm sure, just like most, if not all of us, Joseph and Mary longed for a quiet, uneventful life. Carpenter and a young woman planning to be married. They never expected all this trouble, but their lives were upended, their plans and hopes overturned. Suddenly, they had to worry about what people would say about their child being born out of wedlock. At one moment, they would receive precious gifts from dignitaries far away, and then the next night, they would the same night they would be told to run for their lives and to run to a hostile country that had such a bad history and reputation, knowing no one, and not knowing if they should settle down. And then as suddenly as they are told to run from King Herod, they are told to return to Israel. Even as they return, they hear that Herod's son Archelaus, an even more brutal ruler, was on the throne, and that the family was on the wanted list. That night, Joseph dreamt that they should be careful and they withdrew to a district in Galilee. I can be quite sure Mary and Joseph suffered post-traumatic stress disorder. It was enough for anyone to despair of life. In a much lesser way, we experience such trauma often in our lives. 2020 was traumatic for my family in many ways. We had made plans for work-life balance. I had become exhausted in ministry and had planned to take short breaks in nearby Malaysia and Indonesia every month and longer breaks to Japan and England that year. And all of a sudden we couldn't leave the country. We couldn't even leave home. Our daughter Kim was studying in the UK and reluctant to come home. By the time she decided to return, we could only get a flight several weeks later. London had already gone into lockdown. Every day was tormenting for us as we waited for the day of her flight, wondering if she could even get to the airport. Exhausted as I was already, I suddenly had to look with my staff team at how to handle the almost daily changes in government policies for church worship and operations. Every day seemed to bring more complexities as to how to pastor a church of 3,000 without being able to physically meet anyone. The situation just drained away all the energy I had left. I think many of you at Agape have similar experiences. You were worshipping at the cinema and then moving back to the Agape, and just when you thought you could finally settle down, COVID struck and it was a confusing time. Suddenly, all activities in church were stopped, even church attendance were stopped for a while. And then when things seemed to improve, you had a change of pastors. These rapid changes can be very demoralising. The church is just a small part. Some of you have had your jobs and businesses affected. A friend of mine just opened a restaurant. Within a month, the circuit breaker was announced and he couldn't even get his staff settled. I was conducting a wedding rehearsal for a couple who was going to be married two days later when the circuit breaker was announced. I saw the bride just melt down. It was painful. We sometimes say it doesn't rain, it pours. Crisis after crisis just pours into our lives. And just when we think things can't get worse, something worse happens. How do we cope? The Gospel makes clear that though Joseph and Mary were hit with one calamity after another, God was there. At each important point, God either appeared through an angel or in a dream. Much as life was a roller coaster, they could rest in the assurance that God was looking after them. God may not appear to us often through angels or even dreams, but God has different ways of speaking to us. For some it is through promptings within us. For others, it may be visions or even audible voices. And for many, it is the word of God in the Bible. The most common one for me is seeing God's blessings scattered throughout each day. It may be a kind word spoken in a moment of distress, or it could be a gesture from a friend, a stranger, or even an enemy that warms our hearts. Ask God to open your eyes to see how He blesses you even in the midst of crisis. King David in Psalm 23 says to God, You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Imagine people of Israel in a siege and terrified for their lives. But they find that even in their circumstances, God has laid out a feast of blessings for them. But there is a bigger picture for your calamities. Joseph and Mary's flight to Egypt was part of God's larger plan for the history of the world. Granted, we are not in that league, and yet I have discovered that my present sufferings and endurance play a large part in the lives of others, and is part of God's plan to bless the world. I found on hindsight that even without my knowing it then, my most difficult times were the times when I was blessing others the most. In Second Corinthians chapter one verse six, Paul tells the Corinthian church. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. Paul knew that his sufferings were never in vain, but that his journey through suffering and his patient endurance would be a comfort and encouragement to others. It is the same for us. A friend of mine was widowed recently. In her anguish she asked God what she could do. The answer she received was that she contact some recent widows to comfort them. Her doing so has started a small movement where widows caught on and began to visit other widows. I've heard good reports on how grieving women have been ministered to by her. There will be much good fruit in your suffering even when you are not able to see it now. Allow me now to share some tips about how to recognise and recall God's love for you throughout the day. This exercise is best done at the end of the day when you are about to go to sleep. It then allows you to sleep well, assured that God has been with you throughout the day. So let's start. Will you now close your eyes? and try to visualize first your surroundings. Perhaps you're in a car. Well, if you're driving a car, don't shut your eyes, but, but you might be sitting in your room. Can you just visualize where your bed is or where your writing desk is, where the various pieces of furniture is? Just get used to visualizing. Okay. Now then, say a prayer let's pray together Lord you have loved me very much and you have poured your blessings into my life throughout the day but God so often i'm not able to see it i remember the troubles but i can't see the blessings i pray now that as i recall the day's happenings that your Holy Spirit will bring back to my mind all the blessings that you have given to me. Help me to remember and be grateful. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay then, now with your eyes still closed, cast your mind back to the morning or if you are not doing this at the end of the day, you can cast your mind back to 24 hours ago What were you doing at that time? Pause now to think. Bring your mind back to 24 hours ago. What was happening to you? Perhaps you remember now lying in bed and then sleeping. And then when you wake up, do you remember anything that was joyful, was good that happened to you. Maybe God poured His love into your heart. Maybe it was a kind word that your husband or your wife or your child, or your parents or someone said to you. Maybe on your way to work or to school, you received kindness from someone a stranger and then you move on minute by minute when you reached your place of work when you reached your school did you, your friends did your friends welcome you did they say anything that was good did you receive good news And then you continue this exercise event after event or hour after hour and as you think of how God has blessed you just whisper to God thank you very much okay you get the idea you go through to the end of to where you are right now your first exercise may not be that great you may not be used to it. But if you practice this every day, allowing God to remind you of all the blessings, and maybe when you start the day, early in the day, you could start by saying, God, open my eyes. Open my eyes to see how you love me and how you pour blessings into my life. Allow me to be conscious of your love for me. Okay, if you pray this every morning, at the end of the day, you be quiet for about 10 minutes and you allow God to bring back to mind all His kindness to you. Let me assure you that you sleep well and you wake up well and you will be assured that even through the most difficult times, God is pouring His blessings into your life. Let us pray now. Father, we don't know many things that are happening in our lives. Sometimes they make us so anxious. Help us, Lord, to know that you are in control and that you pour your blessings into our lives moment by moment. Help us to see this. But Lord, even beyond the daily blessings, help us to see that even our endurance of suffering, our endurance of crisis is an encouragement, is a comfort, is a blessing to others. Allow us to see how our struggles in the past have borne fruit in the present and how others have been blessed by our lives, even our calamities and our troubles. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, have a blessed day. May you experience God's presence with you every moment. God bless you.